going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful New York City of Buck Respect the Podcast. And I am back today full of energy. We are diving into a very good topic. And this topic is they don't believe us until later. And to be honest with you, I remember the most toxic individual I ever met in my life. Uh, she was my boss. She was actually a companion, but she was the one that wanted total control, micromanagement. It was just sickening, right? She hired me for a job while I was still living in America. And that was my first ever teaching job in Southeast Thailand in Chantaburi teaching English, of course. And I remember when I started telling her, oh yeah, I actually do Herbalife with the protein and this and that. She would doubt me all the time. She would always say, how much money did you make for that? What about this? What about that? And she would continuously say that on a routine basis. This is the first time I ever had someone who doubted me so exponentially. And again, if you look at other people, especially throughout my lifetime, we've always had those doubters. And when you have a big dream and you want to do that new thing, there are so many people who will <laughs> be up against what you are trying to do, right? And it's because they're scared or they're frightened. See, the thing is, your dream, your path, your efforts, they're yours. That permission is rarely granted by the vast majority of the public, including the closest people you know. And to be honest with you, they're more on the timid side. They fear change. They're worried if you change. They're worried if you fail. They're worried if they run out of money. They're worried if they embarrass themselves. You see what I mean? I remember the I remember I told you guys another situation. I was sitting with a t-shirt that I had bought at Narita Airport in Tokyo, Japan. And I was sitting in Shorebird Bar when it was still open back in Hawaii. This is back in, I believe, 2012 when I had come back. And this guy, he started up a conversation with me, American guy, right? White American. He's like, hey, I see you. Sure. Have you been to Japan? I'm like, yeah, I actually just came from there. And the disgusting look that I got from his wife, as if Japan was a Sierra Leone or a Liberia. No disrespect to those two countries. It made me realize that, oh my God, so many people are so sheltered, so naive, so ignorant, so uh, casual racist. I don't even know what you call that. But to be honest with you, these are those types of peoples. You know, they demean your ideas. They demean what you stand for. They demean your change. I remember coming back from, uh, uh, what is it, Australia, living abroad, and I would work at some of the dental offices, and the first two that I really did not want to work at, no matter, <laughs> it's just I had to get a job. When I said, uh, to be honest with you, I actually worked in Australia as a dental assistant. They demean that. They're like, oh, Australia, so you think you're better. This is the type of ignorant shit that we all have had to face or face on a recurrent basis, Right? And it's not until you actually start establishing that momentum, until you start finally starting, where people start believing in your dream and what you do. There is no one that has come into my life over the past X amount of years who have said, oh my God, Arsenio, it is amazing what you are doing. I know you from this time, this and that. Absolutely not. I don't. I didn't have those types of people in my life who who would be willing to say, you know what, I was in the wrong, Arsenio, you are doing amazing things, I cannot believe it. No. But the goal is to not get upset. It's our job to have that compassion and empathy 
for those monolithic point of view possessing individuals. Because guess what? They have their own path too. Just because they don't approve of us doesn't make them wrong. What do I mean by that? Because it's their path, they're not going to believe in our path because it's not their path. So of course they're going to have some negative reinforcement up against that. Look at Martin Luther King. Before he did his I have a dream speech at the Lincoln Monument, hundreds of thousands, I believe, were there. Only 25% of the American public who voted were for it. That means 75% were against it. And I can tell you right now, that 25% was more than likely probably about 5%. This was before immigration had come, before all the Vietnam War and all these different wars that happened. This was in the, in the ugly of American history. No one believed it in that. One did. It wasn't until after people realized that was the single greatest speech that a human being has ever given in human history. So again, don't feel contempt because all that does is tear you away from your own love and your oneness with others. And so what does that success and succeed and look like to you? And that's the bigger question. What is your dream? Have you really thought about your dream recently? Have you given a speech about your dream? Maybe how you want your life to look like, your family to look like, your community to look like. And when you do that, your ideas aren't wild and crazy. When you actually capture your dreams and write them down, these aren't actually crazy ideas. And if you actually think about your dream on a routine basis, you need to think about it like, well, what's it personally to you? And you may have people who are in your way and they're, you know, you know, other people may be in the way, but is it because the lack of knowledge that you have? Is it the lack of ability that you have? Is it because you don't have that skill or is it because your current habits that you have right now, is it going to get you to that dream? That could be another reason to why they are the antagonist of society. This gives you the ability to assess yourself and to figure out a clear way for new disciplines and new ways to, again, give that greatest speech in regards to your dream. And again, what you have to do and what you have to believe in is like that approval is going to come after. And by the time it comes after, you don't need that approval anymore. You stop seeking other people's approval. I remember I used to do that all the time and listen to these old ass men who I had worked with at my tutorial job back in 2015, 2016. I was like, man, I want a consistent X amount per month. He's like, oh, you're not going to get it here. Maybe you should find a job somewhere else. Because, of course, he wanted my full time position. This was that individual. That I had. In my life, that, those were the types of individuals that I was around on a routine basis. And it's because they have their own path and their own way of seeing things. I immediately detach myself from people like that. You're going to be listening to a podcast in regards to that real coming up real soon. But I detach myself from people like that because their path is full of fears and worries and obligations and all these different thing, things. Their approval is not required. Their approval was not required for what I am doing today, right? 
to try to serve, to mobilize, to go after what is mine and what I really want, it is not up to them. It is up to me. So what you have to do in order to start believing in yourself is coming up with those habits. What knowledge do you need to obtain to get to that dream? What ability do you need to you know, to obtain to get to that dream? What skills are you going to have to develop to get to that dream? And once you start questioning, the answers will beckon themselves. I'm your host, as always, over and out.